You're listening to the official ABC Once Upon a Time podcast. I'm your host, Estelle Magecki, and I'm here with the creators and executive producers of Once, Adam Horowitz and Eddie Kitsis, who will guide you through a recap of And Straight On Till Morning, episode 222, the finale. Hello. Hello. Hello, Oncers. Mr. Gold seemed pretty close to hurting Henry in those opening scenes. Well, oh. if killing is hurting, then yes. <laughs> yeah, he was uh, right on the line there. I think you're seeing a man in a very dark moment who, uh, when Lacey said in the previous episode, I thought you were a man who let nothing get in his way. You really see him go for it here. He does. Yeah. And the suspense kind of kills me. I'm like, is the rope actually going to snap and he's going to yeah. land on the rock? If Mary Margaret, David and Emma hadn't interrupted him, do you think he would have gone through with it? We'll never know. I think that it was a very, a very scary moment for our little Henry there because it could have gone either way. I'd like to think that he wouldn't have. Well, you know, he could have snapped the rope, but we also know he can heal people. So when doing an action and then faced with the consequences, sometimes you can be in two different points of view. But whether he would or not will remain in his head. He was right up to the edge, though. And in response to the news that Greg and Tamara will kill everyone in Storybrooke, Mr. Gold is prepared to stand back and pay the price of magic. Well, I think, you know, in the wake of losing his son and everything that he's been working for for so long and realizing how responsible he is for so much pain and for so many terrible things, he's, you know, realizing that this just may be the undoing that he's been forced to face and that has been foretold. I think that he had spent so many years trying to reunite with his son, and then he did, and once again, he chose darkness over him. That in that moment, and the fact that he realized he was there to kill his grandson so that he could survive, and that history was repeating itself, and that the person who paid the price for this magic was Bay who the reason was is he did all this for, he realized he failed. He failed as a person. And I think it was that moment that he thought, I should pay for what I've done. You know, it was a very honest moment where he said, this is what I deserve and I'm going to take it. And in Mary Margaret's apartment, Henry says to Regina that he loves her. I felt for the first time this season, his response was very uncomplicated. I felt like he wasn't carrying the baggage of her being the evil queen. I think in that moment, it was the son looking up at his mom. He always loves Regina. There are times he doesn't like her. And that is because she is doing something evil. And so they have a lot of hurt to get over, but he still wants to work on it. You know, Henry's dream, as he said in the beginning, is this family needs to come together. And I think that all season what he's wanted is for his mom to be redeemed, is for Emma and Regina to get along, is for Snow White and Regina to forgive each other. He wants a happy ending for everybody, including himself. And Regina's prepared to make the ultimate sacrifice to save Henry. What does that action tell us of her psychological state? I think that this year, Regina has really tried hard to become the person Henry wants her to be. We see deep down in her heart, she wants to return to the woman she was in Stable Boy, someone full of hope and love and goodness. And she has really done a lot of awful things that she regrets. And I think this year she has tried so hard and then when it gets hard and she sees an easy route like her mom saying, I can kill them all and do this, she takes it. I think she convinced herself that if she destroyed Storybrooke and wipes Henry's memory and goes to kill the ogres and reform the enchanted forest, she's the hero. And I think in this moment she thinks this is time for me to, you know, being a mother means putting my child first and all these people think of me as the evil queen. 
let me die as Regina. You know, that was my favorite moment for her because you realize that's what she wanted, was she doesn't want to be the evil queen anymore, but she just has a hard time. I really felt like she came full circle in yeah. this one episode. You know, that was kind of the idea now. And in Granny's Diner, Emma is trying to convince Mary Margaret to use the bean immediately by accepting Regina's sacrifice but saving all of the people. Then Mary Margaret pleads that she killed Cora because it was easy and now she wants to save Regina by taking the hard path. Can you talk about that scene? It was very interesting. That scene was interesting on two levels for us. Number one, if you remember what Emma says is, I don't want him to grow up like me, which is exactly what Neil said to her when he died. The way that the curse works is it's going to kill everybody who was born in this world. And that means Henry's all alone. And the thought of Henry growing up the way she did and that Neil sacrificed his life is too much for her. Snow White, I think says it, or Mary Margaret, which is, I don't want to live with myself anymore. If I thought there was a chance to save Regina, I don't want to start over and every day think about maybe I could have. I'd rather try. And I think that's what makes them heroes. And I think like anybody who, who is trying really hard to do the right thing, it's very easy to do the wrong thing or get fed up or get upset and say, what is good doing for me? You know, you want a result. And so she slipped. And once she slipped, she realized she's good because that's the right thing to do, not because it gives you results. And Snow right there, you know, Mary Margaret was being a mom and it was for us a nice moment where it was, you know, our parents aren't perfect and she's a parent who wasn't perfect, who made a mistake and is trying to pass on the wisdom of someone who's made a mistake and learned from it to her daughter. And ultimately she does get through it to Emma. And, uh, you know, and I think that's a nice bonding moment for the family, you know, despite all their mistakes and things they've done wrong, they're going to try to do the hard thing. They're going to try to do the right thing. And Grumpy gives Mr. Gold a second dose of the memory cure. But to me, it felt as though Mr. Gold was ready just to shelve it. I think he didn't want Belle to see what he's become. I think he feels the guilt of, I failed Bay and I failed Belle. And if we're all about to die, better she goes out as Lacey. But what happened when she grabbed that shawl and didn't know what it was? So it was the shawl. Well, of course. Yeah. And so in that moment when this person, the only person we've ever seen him be able to talk to, took a shawl and didn't even know what it meant, and it all kind of flooded to him. I think in that moment, he just, he really needed a hug and he really needed to say, I lost my son and I'm sad. I think that Mr. Gold has a lot of shame for what he's done. And Belle was the person who saw the good in him. And he's now done so much terrible stuff since she was Belle that he was, you know, afraid of her ever seeing that man again and seeing what he'd become. And that maybe there wasn't any good left in him and her being there would make that, reveal that to himself. I'm really pleased that he did return to memories. Yes. I miss Lacey, though. God, I miss Lacey. She was fun to write. And Emma joins Regina and together they reverse the destruction of Storybrooke. So is Emma's power stronger than Regina's? Or was it the combination? I think it's the combination. I think what you need in that moment is what Henry says in the beginning, this family needs to come together. And that on their own, they're strong, but together they're really a lot stronger. And in that moment, you saw Emma, and Emma, Emma does not care. I don't think Emma likes the fact that she has magic inside her. I think it freaks her out. But in moments of extreme intensity, we see it come out. We saw it come out to save her mom. We saw it come out to save the town. And we saw it come out to save Rumpel, uh, Mr. Gold when it needed to be, because that was also saving her family. What she doesn't have is control over it the way Regina Rumpel does. And that would be something interesting to see. Season three, maybe? Yes. And after Henry's taken by Greg and Tamara, Mr. Gold asks Belle to stay behind to protect the town. 
Is he really trying to protect her as well? He's trying to protect her as well because as far as he's concerned, he's going to his doom. He knows the prophecy is the boy will be his undoing, and now he's made the decision to try to save the boy. It's kind of like if Belle comes with him, he has to look out for her, and since he's going to die, he doesn't want to look out for anyone. He is going to do the right thing, and that's get Henry back come hell or high water, and I think he doesn't want her to see him die. I do like that she put the twist on it, though. That's exactly what makes Belle such a great character, and it is what, what our heroes have that our villains lack is hope. And so even in the darkest of moments, they see the light in them. And on the ship in Neverland, when Balfire uncovers the truth about Mila, Hook and Rumple, I really feel for him in that one moment. He's been abandoned by absolutely everyone yeah. he loved. And more than that, he realises that he was lied to by his father. Not only did his father abandon him for the dagger, but he was also lied to about the death of his mother. That's what makes it so sad for him, is he just feels so unloved. And I was glad that he had the darling memory to hang on to because that was such a pure memory. Mm -hmm. I think that what the darling did is it showed him what it could be. And you saw that with Emma, and you see that with Henry, and you see that he was trying to do that with Tamara, and the darlings really are the role models he looks up to. Because he never really lost that sweet side of him. It would have been so easy to go down a little dark tunnel. Yeah. yeah. We did meet him in a stolen car, so perhaps there was some darkness in him too. I know, but I feel like <laughs> that was like petty thief stuff. It wasn't really... Yes. He, um, it was opportunistic. I think he's kept the love inside. Then when Hook says he can change, and he's imploring Bay to stay on his ship, and that he would be looked after. Hook had actually already lied to him, correct? Because the Lost Boys came up the side of the ship I, right yeah, after Hook uh, turned. But, yes, but he he's not afraid of a fight. I right? think up until that moment, he could have pulled the cord on that one. He was saying to Bay in that moment, please don't make me do this. I want to change. This is your last offer. And then, of course, his anger takes over. And I think what you've seen with Hook is here's a guy who spent his entire life for revenge, and then when he thought he got it and then realized he didn't, he goes, I don't even feel that great after. He's somebody who is searching for something to care about. He just can't get there yet. Okay, so it wasn't as dark as I'd suspected. I like hearing that perspective. Yeah, no, he absolutely wanted to, and that was a genuine offer. So he would have fought. We've seen he could take a punch. Yes, at the beginning of the episode. Side. Yeah, so I think that he really did want that life with Bay and to move on and you know and I think that's what he's searching for as well, which is why he wants that second chance. If Neil is discovered by Aurora Milan and Prince Philip, then does that mean that Prince Philip escaped the wraith? Yes, yes, it does. Clearly they succeeded in their mission. How, why, or when, I would have to tune in for season three. Because, you know, I wasn't too sure. It could have been a jump back in time. Nope, and nope. Okay. There is no, we right. can say right now definitively that is present. That is not time travel. They clearly saved his life. But how, when, why, or how again, we'll have to find out. And so the Lost Boys are chasing Henry. That was confirmed yes. in the yes. sketch. And it seems that when they find him, they want to kill him. It was certainly alluded to what the uh, what, why the Lost Boys are looking for Henry and what they want to do with him is a story for another well, time. Well, I think the question is what does Peter Pan want to do yeah. with him? And that is season three. And ripping away someone's shadow sounds pretty terrifying. It does sound terrifying. Felix was very scary. These are not the friendly Lost Boys you remember. They are not. They actually look pretty ominous. Yeah. So what's your favorite scene or moment from this episode? I mean, I think for me, it is that moment at the end on the beach where we reveal the sketch of Henry and the promise of the story that we're really excited to be able to tell of what comes next. For me, it was watching David, Mary Margaret, Emma, Regina, Mr. Gold, and Hook, enemies, all of them, 
board a ship for a common purpose and that, you know, Henry's desire of a family coming together came together to go get him. And I was excited to just see them put all of their baggage behind and get on board. Yeah, there's no running away on a ship. No. They're just gonna have to get along. There's just the ship, the ocean, and a little bit of scurvy. Hopefully no scurvy. <laughs> well, we'll see. Let's hope they brought lemons. So we have a couple of Twitter questions for you. This question comes from Sarah. She asks, since Belle had her memories returned, will a little bit of Lacey always remain within her? Always. Just like David said in the beginning of the year, we are both. He's both David Nolan and Prince Charming. And Lizzie Moe asks if we will see Emma want to learn more about magic. Whether she wants to or not, she's going to learn more about magic. Yeah, she is absolutely going to have to. And Melissa Erickson asks, if Regina goes back to fairy tale land, is she still marked by the wraith? So the wraith only marks one at a time. This is actually very important. The wraith cannot multitask. So when it was on Regina, it was on Regina. When it went on Philip, Regina was in the clear. Okay, so she's all clear for going back to fairy tale land, not being swallowed Should up by the Should she want to go well, back to fairy tale? But by the way, you just have to remark someone. Right. It's not that hard. This is true, and it sounds like something yeah. happened to the wraith and Philip yes. got out, so we'll have to find out next season. And Sarah asks if Emma's journey through the wardrobe was a reference to the lion, the witch, and the wardrobe. We have not touched Narnia on this show. Wardrobes are iconic to that story, but... Um, we, we like the idea of a wardrobe as a portal, perhaps subconsciously, of course, it could have been, and we wanted something that Geppetto would need to build, and that could be made of enchanted wood. And a wardrobe just seems so much more interesting than, you know, hey, can you just build a shelf? Eddie and Adam, thank you so much for your time this entire season, and thank you to the fans for listening and tuning in. Thank you, thank everybody. You we thank really, you. really appreciate it. Really. This is the reason we you know, work so hard on this show is to entertain you, so thank you for sticking yeah, with thank us. Thank you for watching and listening all season. We really appreciate it. And if you missed any of the Once Upon a Time episodes, you can now view them at abc.com. And please look out for the DVD release of Season 2. I'm sure there'll be lots of behind-the-scenes goodies for you to explore. Also, keep your eyes peeled for the the Once Upon a Time book, Reawakened, which is now available as an ebook and will be in stores May 7th. Thanks again, guys. Thank, Thank you. you.